The Adventures of Randon Rockseeker, episode 20. A year to the day of when we triumphantly returned to Phandalin, we were all summoned by Gundren to the feast hall of Wavaco Cave. It seemed very odd to once again be wandering the halls and caverns of this place. A year ago, this was a dangerous maze with death behind every door and around every corner. Now it were a bustling hive of activity. Mining, commerce, trade, and a few shady deals were alive and well in Wave Echo Cave. It seems we did nay clear the whole place of monsters and, and other dangers. However, with the black spider dealt with, Gundren's deep pockets could ensure there was no end of would-be adventurers turning up constantly looking for fame, fortune, or at the very least, a job. There were a couple of very nasty beings that I'm just as happy to have not have made their acquaintance, most especially the five-eyed spectator. The newly fired forge was the setting for our great feast. His lordship, Louis of Fandolin, stood in his immaculate finery, but still with his family blade firmly strapped to his hip. He were talking to Gundren and some of his business associates. Barian was in his element, telling other wizards about how smart he was. I found Nundro, who was sitting near the fire, with a glass of malt in his hand. Garland and Virgil were late as usual. I helped myself to a good-sized glass of Gundren's malt and sat across from Nundro. He met me eyes, and we shared a moment in silence. Then, as one, we held our glasses up, and Nundro said, To Thardin. It were nice to just sit in peace in this place that had so much pain. Shortly thereafter, Garland and Virgil arrived at last. They were laughing and talking nonstop. They were halfway into the room before they noticed that they were the only ones talking and that every eye in the place was now firmly planted on them. What may have been a moment of embarrassment was masterfully truncated by Gundren, who tapped his crystal glass with a fork, and as the gentle ring faded, he said, Now that we are all assembled, I bid you all to take your assigned seats, and the feast will begin. I groaned in me head at the assigned seating. I just wanted to sit in the crowd, but if I know me cousin, he'll have me and the rest at the bleeding head table with everybody staring at me while I ate. And sure enough, that's exactly where I found my place card, sitting at the host's right hand, no less. I did as I was bid, lest I appear to be disrespecting me cousin and his guests. I barely got settled before... I heard a familiar voice. Feel your glass, sir. I turned my head and looked right into the eyes of a goblin. I vaulted out of my chair and reached for my weapon, which, of course, I had not brought with me. 
But before I could call down the holy light, I felt a hand on my shoulder and Garland saying, Droop? Is that you? Sure enough, it was the goblin, dressed in the livery of the rock seekers, house stewards. The wiry little goblin smiled his gap-toothed smile and said, Yes, Droop and his friends got jobs. I looked about, and sure enough, the serving staff were all goblins. Garland said, But Droop, I thought you were all comfortable at Goblin Castle. There was nothing to do there. Well, except fight things that want to live there. So we decided to go to somewhere else, safer, and with things to do. We came here and told Gundren who we were. He put us to work. We like it here. All I could do was shake me head and retrieve me chair. Imagine, goblins wearing rock-seeker livery. What has the world come to? The food came steadily, and the drink flowed freely. There was some entertainment with musicians and even a flame-breather. Then Gundren stood and called for order with his glass and that tinkling thing that he does. When the din died down, he spoke. My dear friends and dearer relatives, we have gathered tonight to celebrate the first anniversary of the reopening of Wave Echo Cave, as well as the recovery of the Forge of Spells. That brought a round of applause. However, none of us would be in this place tonight if it were not for, as I like to call them, the Fandolin Five. That drew a standing ovation, no less. Lewis, Virgil, Barry, and Garland and I kept our seats and endured the acclamation. Once everyone took their seats again, Gundren continued. My dear friends, Lord Lewis, Virgil, Berrien, and Garland, thank you for keeping my dearest cousin safe and alive. They all raised their glasses to him. And Randon, there is no way to show my gratitude for what you have done with these companions. I piped up. Well, I could think of a few ways to much laughter. Well, dearest cousin, I think I may have thought of a way. Nundro and I have agreed that a 2% share from this mine should belong to each of you. That brought many oohs and ahs. Gundren continued. But as a bit of a down payment, we have a gift for each of you, as befits your role. Unbeknownst to us, the stewards had brought out five wheeled tables with items under tablecloths, so as to not to spoil the dramatic effect. Lord Fandolin, Gundren said, Lewis, I know you're quite fond of your family blade. However, we feel it should take residence above your fireplace. And please honor us by carrying this. My cousin pulled out a fine longsword in a scabbard of ebony. This is Fandelver's honor, 
It is magically imbued and will serve you well. The big human stood and received the newly forged sword with a bow. Virgil, you rascal, said Gundren. To you we offer these. They produced a fine pair of boots. Boots of elven kind. With these you can walk silently, no matter what is underfoot. Virgil's eyes went wide, and she stuttered, th 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 Thank you, as she reverently took the magic boots. Barian, devotee of Agma, Gundren said, For you, my craftsmen, have made these. He brought out a pair of bracers. May these bracers of defense keep you safe. Barian was most gracious as he rose and accepted his gift. Garland, for you we ha also have a pair of bracers, but these are bracers of archery. May your arrows ever fly true. And last, he came to me, and he said, Last and certainly not least, my cousin Randon, for you, dear cleric of Marthammer Duin, Please accept this. He brought out a dwarven-sized suit of plate mail, embossed with the holy symbol of Marthammer Duin. My mouth fell open in complete surprise. Gundren let the stunned silence grow a bit, and then he said, May this serve you well as you continue your adventures. I'm not sure what to say, I replied, except thank ye. And as I continued to get my wits back, I said, Though, with a 2% share of this place, mayhap I'll just retire. Just as I said that, a page boy came running into the forge, and he made straight for Lewis. The boy handed Lewis a piece of paper, which his lordship read. The big man's eyes went wide, and then he stood up to address the crowd. I am sorry, but I must bring this to an end. I have to return to the manor. Fandolin is under attack. Well, I said, so much for retirement. <laughs>